he hadn't met my mom. He met her on FaceTime oh. during this crisis. Yeah. Well, that's also uh, that's also a funny yeah. scenario of like you figure it out while you're on the FaceTime in your head and you're just like, Uh-oh. oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? It was my socks. Okay. See ya. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Bye. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Height, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host Erica, who is still in Vegas, and I am getting total nostalgia seeing what used to be our hotel room behind you. <laughs> yeah, it's still in Vegas. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's been a little bit like ground Groundhog's Day at this point. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> but uh, I've been having fun. It's been great. I've been able to meet... Um, there's been a bunch of different comics in town because there's so many different clubs and mm-hmm. or different comics will like headline these theaters around town. So it's been really fun and it's been really nice i've actually met a handful of la comics oh great so it was like a nice like okay yeah when that when that move to la happens i got a few more people i've met and familiar with have hung out with so it's it's like again giving me that vibe of like yeah come to la you gotta come to la look how warm it is in february you're like all right (laughs) all right you know (laughs) but yeah i've been having a good time so I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months, and I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah, and also it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're, they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice, nice little flavorful drink. That is a little little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the Recess Watermelon Mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feeling all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the Recess Ginger Lime Mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious, and you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. I love it. I had a great time while we were there, although my body has since totally shut down. That tends to happen, yeah. Yeah, I because we did Vegas for three days, then I flew back Wednesday night because I had to be in the office all day Thursday, Friday, and by by the time I got to Friday... I slept for 12 hours on Friday night and 11 hours last night. Damn. My body was like, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Everything stops now. Yeah, we're done. Need a yeah. timeout. Yeah. Um, like I, I woke up today like a zombie waking up from a deep slumber. I, mm. I don't think that's even the right – like Sleeping Beauty or something who's been asleep for years. Feels good though. That's the best. It does, but I'm still groggy. I think I need like tonight to do like a normal amount. Yeah. Um, and tonight is the Super Bowl. We are recording this on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm a big football fan. Usually I love to go somewhere and watch the Super Bowl. I like to cook for it. Last few years I've made buffalo chicken meatballs. However, I am just not up to it this year, today. Sometimes that's the best though. It's like making your own personal chicken wing dip. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Just sitting on your couch being like, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy the piece. I'll flip between the game if I want to. Just make sure I catch that halftime show. Oh God. Gotta watch Rihanna. Oh, I am so pumped. Can I ask you? Yeah. What What do you think her first song will be, her opening song? That's a bet you could make out here. I First of all, I love the prop bets for the Super Bowl. It's my favorite yeah. thing to bet on. Like, I love betting, like, how long is the Star Spangled Banner going to be? Like, what what will Rihanna's first song be? Or, like, who will score the first touchdown? Like, which human, which, like, yeah. man will score mm-hmm. the first touchdown? Um. Oh, shit. I don't even know. Why can't I think of even one Rihanna song? The pressure's on. I'm kind of hoping... She comes out hard with a fast song, which I think she will. And I think I didn't make this bet yet, but if I can bet on it, I want, I'm uh-huh. think I'm gonna bet S and M because the opening is just that na 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 come out. Like <laughs> I was gonna say, I hope it's a little bit of a throwback, which that would be. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I, that's that. That's my only hope. I hope that there is a very healthy mix of throwbacks in there, and that she opens with something like that. Oh, there always is. I saw some interview clip, and she was talking about like. The part that's hard is it's, you know, 17 years she's been in the business making music and you have to condense it to 13 minutes. Yep. So it's like, it's going to be a beautiful, wonderful highlight reel. I'm, I'm so excited. 
I'm really pumped. Um, so yeah, definitely going to watch that. Need to like keep my eye on when that's happening because I probably won't watch the whole game. Um, and yeah, I've just been I've been having a reset weekend. I did almost nothing yesterday. Today I've been doing a lot of chores. The people on TikTok Live really help me out when I need to do chores because <laughs> they like people like to do the chores while I'm live. Oh, there you go. So it's nice. Like I I went live and did the dishes, and people did dishes with me. <laughs> Solidarity, you know. Yeah, a little cleaning community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't hate it. I um, I unfortunately don't really have any dating updates this week. I've been in Vegas. Um, I've been on apps, but I don't know. It's been it's been hard for me to get motivated. Also, you know, we record a week ahead of when we release. It's Valentine's Day. Yep. And I feel like it's that same kind of holiday vibe where people are like, eh, do I want to go out with someone right before this romantic holiday? So I'm kind of, I'm going to hit the ground more running when it comes to the apps. Like when I'm back in New York, the holidays are done. I've got another crazy week of shows, uh, which I'm grateful for. Um, But yeah, it's just like, eh, I get it. It feels a little weird. Yeah, it's been I mean, somebody somebody messaged me that uh or they maybe they said it in my live that like listening to this week's Patreon made them feel like down about apps because both of us are like, yeah, like it's been pretty slow. And I definitely hear that, although I I actually think that it it helps me to hear that other people have also been feeling like things are kind of slow cuz I'm like, oh, it's not just me. Mhm. Yeah, it's not. Which I don't, I guess I don't know which one's worse. Like if it was like, man, it's really popping for everybody else. No one likes me though. Or like everything sucks. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think we're giving an everything sucks vibe. I think it's no, just, no, no, no. I don't, I don't think so. It's been a wave or it's like weirdly the winter and the cold is when you're more likely to like want someone of yeah. like someone to cuddle with and cozy up with. But at the same time, it's the time of year that it's so hard to get people out of their house. Mm hmm. So it's like yeah. an interesting double whammy where we're all like, yes, I'd like that. And then the day comes and you're like, ah, it's cold and it gets dark early and uh, I kind of just want to cuddle with my cats, you know? I, yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, but I, I will say that I did, I did put a concerted effort into Bumble yesterday when I was lying on my couch and I woke up today and I had eight matches. Okay. All right. So, and I'm talking to a couple of them. I'm talking to one guy who, for right now, we're going to call him Excel Kirk. And because we've been talking about Microsoft Excel, which... Oh, God. It's my favorite topic. I know it is. I mean, you are, you're truly the, like, we all put the, I'm fluent in Excel on the resume, but you're truly the, like, I've watched you and I'm like, oh, my God. She really is. <laughs> like, you're the epitome of you don't even need a mouse. Like, you know, every key, every shortcut. I prefer not to use a mouse. Exactly. And I'm like, that's the true, that's the true Excel people right there. <laughs> so I, I love when I can like talk Excel, like talk dirty to me, talk Excel formulas <laughs> to me, like with guys on dating apps. And like when you find that person that also, obviously we're doing it in a kind of tongue in cheek way. Like, yeah, you know, neither of us actually think that Excel formulas are turn on, but like, I love that when I when I can like have that kind of banter with someone. It's so fun. Yeah, I don't I don't want this to insult you, but it's like, have you ever heard about finding someone that's your same kind of weird or like oh, your yeah, same absolutely. kind of nerd? Right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what this is for you. You're totally. like, oh, someone that gets a little kick out of this and also has an interest in it. It's like that perfect little I'd watch the two of you talk and I'd go, Well, they're meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'd be like, I, maybe that guy wasn't for me, but it seems, seems like he pairs well with Allie. Like, there's a lid to every pot, you know? Right, exactly. It's it's one of those, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I literally started talking to him like two hours ago. So like, who the fuck knows? But like, that has given a little me a little pep in my step about the, the apps is that I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, I can have a fun conversation with someone and see what mm-hmm. happens there. Um, No update on the roommate. I mean, I guess... No update is an update in the sense that's just like, I guess he's not as invested in talking to me as I was trying to be in talking to him. And that sucks. But like, so be it. Yeah. It just, yeah, it's a bummer. But it is. It is. And I'm not like, you know, writing him off. Fuck that guy at all. Um, but I'm not trying to be, you know, exponentially more invested in something than the other person is. So, so yeah. be it. I get that way, especially when I have reached out. Exactly. 
Like, I'm like, okay, I tried. Maybe I'd try one more time. But, like, that's my max. I'm just like, no. Yeah. No. Like, I tried. I got almost nothing mm-hmm. in return. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, all right, then. Um, And, you know, it's interesting. Actually, the going back to the Excel Kirk for a second reminded me, you know, how we've talked about before that, like, a good conversation doesn't have to involve questions. Yes, 100%. True banter. This this guy is really exemplifying that. Like, I don't – I actually had this thought right before we recorded and I went and I read back through the conversation that we've been having just for the last couple of hours. None of us have – neither of us have asked a question since my opener. Mm. And yet we've been having like a really great conversation back and forth where like each of us is kind of playing off what the other person says – like you do in person. Yeah, it feels like a natural click, which is, I find it's very rare for me to feel that quickly on a dating app. Totally. Which, but it's more fun. It's I think of it like, yeah, the way you just text your friends. You're not just texting them, ba ba ba. question to you. And <laughs> you? And yeah, you? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, I'm not texting you. Like, yeah, my, my week was great. How about yours? Like, yeah. oh, you, what what's your favorite insert item here? Like, that's not... You know, and I'm not knocking on that kind of dating out conversation because it is a stranger and like the expectation shouldn't be that you're all of a sudden just in this comfort, you know, casually comfortable conversation with them. But I was I'm enjoying the fact that that can exist. Oh, 100 percent. It's like um, what's the phrase starting in the second act? Yeah, it's like the way you think to just text your friend. It's not it doesn't have to be a question. You just text them information. You just start in the middle. You're like. Oh, I just saw this thing and da 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 da, and it made me think of you. Whatever it is, so yeah, absolutely, yeah. So have that going on. Um, might be going out with the Viking this week, right? Okay, so you got potentially two dates could happen this week. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. see. Um, I think I'm going to do like a Valentine's Day live for my listener or for my followers, like I did last year. Fun. Hang out with the with the team top knot on Tuesday. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I have going on. Yeah, I'll be I'll be performing at shows, so I'll be performing for all the couples. <laughs> decided. To oh come. man, that is probably a pretty popular Valentine's Day outing, isn't it? It is. It's a big night. So I have two. Well, I have one show on the road Valentine's Day, and then another one in uh, New Jersey that I actually run uh, that always sells out. So it's just a fun time. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun night. People are looking for something to do. People are in a good mood. So it's one of those nights, that's the part that like I like about being a comedian is like New Year's, Valentine's, like certain kind of holiday, like datey nights that yeah. I could kind of, you know, feel lonely that I'm not with someone. I have the option to work and they're also usually big moneymaker nights. So it's kind of this like beautiful thing of like, I don't have a boyfriend. Well, I'll go make some money. I got money though. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it keeps me busy and I don't feel like left out. I guess that makes any sense. So that that's a great way to look at it. Yeah, I don't mind. I'm like, what one of these years, one of these years I won't perform, you know? I used to hate working on Valentine's Day when I waitressed because I worked in like bigger touristy restaurants that typically you would get big groups and therefore your tip is bigger. But mm-hmm. Valentine's Day is just two tops. That's it. Yep. And so like it actually wasn't a good moneymaker day Damn. at the restaurants that I worked in. Yeah, or that's like I'd be more annoyed having to do that of like each couple being so lovey and you're just like, yep, all right. And any dessert? Okay, keep it moving. <laughs> well, I used to actually – so for several – for a couple Valentine's Days, I worked at Bubba Gump in, in eh, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company in Times Square. I did not know you weren't there. Oh, my God. Oh, really? My friend used to work there. Oh, shit. Do you know a guy named Keel or Kristen? Uh, definitely. Oh, Kristen – that's my good friend. Oh yeah. Are you serious? You know Kristen? Yeah. Oh, that's I do. hilarious. I mean, I, I mean, I worked with her years and years yeah. ago. Oh my god. Yeah, that's my homie. She was one of my first like comedian friends. No way. Yeah. Oh, I wonder hilarious. if she'd. Rem- I wonder if she'd remember me. Probably. She's a sweetheart. She's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's. I don't. Hilarious. I don't recognize. I, that's so funny too because I was thinking of several Kristens that I worked with, but then I was like, I feel like Kristen's a comedian. <laughs> yeah, she's goofy, but she's the fucking best. Oh, that's hilarious. That's oh, I can't so wait to text random. her after this. That's yeah, I, I'm very curious to see if she remembers me. <laughs> um, I she probably would as the only one who was not in the entertainment industry. <laughs> probably. Yeah, I was going to say like a couple comedians worked there. 
and many like Broadway singers, mm-hmm. professional dancers, like very just entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. But and I don't think what was the other person's name? Keel. He was a tall no, redhead guy. Yeah. I don't think so. Um this was like 10 years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Um more than that. That's so that's so funny. I can't believe we just made that connection live in this yeah. moment. <laughs> um anyway. So at Bubba Gump, people would come to Bubba Gump on Valentine's Day thinking it was going to be an affordable meal. Hmm. It's not. It's in the middle of Times Square. Yeah. And so people would then be panicked about how much the bill was and tip almost nothing. Jesus. That's rough. It happened every Valentine's Day. That's so rough. I actually overheard this one conversation. I went up to a table, did my whole little dog and pony show, you know, whatever spiel. And the guy, then I was like at a computer that was just around the corner. So like they couldn't see me, but I could still hear them. Mm -hmm. Not really on purpose. I was just at a computer. Um, And I heard the guy being like, baby, like get whatever you want. This is your night. Like we're going all out. Right. And then I dropped menus, walked away again. And I heard him go, oh, shit. We're sharing an appetizer, no steak. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, you like, oh, feel bad no. at that moment, but that's. I felt so bad, and I also was like, I'm not going to make anything off of this table. You might not, yeah. That's and I tough. didn't, and he stole my pen. How dare he? To add insult to injury, and I had a really pretty <laughs> rainbow set of pens, and he stole the pink one. Oh, come on. Yeah, that was their dessert. Anyway, that was their dessert. That was her present. Oh. Well, anyway, I hope everybody, the listeners all had a nice Valentine's Day. Yes. Hope you had a wonderful Valentine's Day, <laughs> um, uh, especially Kristen. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I will have a, a date on Valentine's Day. I think I'm going to do a date with the listeners and we'll see about the rest of the week. Yeah, we're good. We're trucking along. Listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Law for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are I think over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets. If you want to come experience some magic live, we want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week. So, and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyde.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come DC Comedy Loft Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand up shows, start swiping on Hinge, bring a date, have a good time. And you'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about Hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt, I want to come with my sister, I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join. Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrhight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. So um, I guess on that note, I guess this is a kind of good way to restart of we have this etiquette rules for dating that came out. Yeah. So I had seen this article that was in The Cut, um, which is owned by New York Magazine. And it's called, Do You Know How to Behave? Are You Sure? Hmm. How to Text, Tip, ghost, host, and generally exist in polite society today. I had seen it come out. I love the cut. I subscribe um, virtually, digitally, whatever. And when I got it, I was like, oh, this would make a really good episode. And then several people also suggested that we like pick out more dating-related etiquette, quote-unquote, rules that they talk about and debate Mm -hmm. them. And while I was doing research to kind of prep for it, I saw that BuzzFeed did a spin off of this article that's called the terminally online version of New York Magazine's etiquette rules. Mm. So basically like online specific versions. Mm -hmm. And many of those were even more applicable to what we talk about here. So I added some of those to the list too. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. So we posted some of these in our stories for polls. Yeah. We've got we've got listener polls too as we go through these. So let's go with this very first one here. I like. Uh, you may callously cancel almost any plans up until 2 p.m. Basically, it claims at 2 p.m. there's still ample time for your friend or whoever to text around, find someone else to join them for the plans. Like it just gives them enough notice that you're not totally bailing and ruining their plans. Yeah. I think for this, we have to assume the plans are at night. Like right. a couple people replied to my story being like, but if your plans are at three, that this doesn't make sense. I think we're I assuming that this is, these are like dinner plans. Yeah, nighttime for plans. For sure. What do you think about this? Uh, I agree with this one. Yeah? I think like, because my biggest irk is someone that cancels very last minute. Yep. Because you know they've been thinking about it all day. And I get that so many times they're like, oh, I feel bad if I cancel. Like, like they're trying to wager how mad will you be if they cancel usually, right? Or will mm. it upset? Will it, will it mess up your night? Whatever. But it's like, yeah, you, you cancel by midday. I have the rest of the day to find someone else to join me or make other plans entirely. Yeah, I think this is different for a friend versus a date. So you think date you shouldn't cancel? By 2 p.m. Yeah, I mean, for for my entire answer to this, I am going to comp- I'm going to assume that this is a, a choice and not a, a forced decision. Like, I'm going to assume that this is not because like an emergency came up and you absolutely right. cannot go and you can't control the fact that you're canceling. Because like the way that they're phrasing this, like callously cancel, I don't love that phrasing, but like basically, it's like you probably just don't want to or you aren't feeling up to it. Exactly. Which is different than like shit went down mm-hmm. totally but you're saying in a dating scenario what should they cancel earlier yeah like i guess especially for like a first date i just i think that there is more planning that goes into i have a date tonight or a tomorrow night mm. than like oh, i'm grabbing dinner with a friend depending on how long you've been seeing the person i guess okay where like if I have a date, if I if I have a first date tomorrow night, let's say, and he cancels on me at one PM, which would be within the bounds of this thing, I'm really not gonna schedule another date. Oh really? Even if they do the cancel on the offer? Oh sorry, I mean like tomorrow. Like oh, there's not oh, really oh. an option for me to like find another date to go out with me. I get a hundred. Okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, you technically could, we, you could hop on the app sure, and just message everyone. What are you doing tonight? You could. <laughs> yeah. You I'm could. sure I could. Yeah. But, but yeah, like, not wanting to. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Right. Like, or probably not. I get it. You know, in terms of a date, if that gets canceled, then yeah, your night is going to just completely change. So whether you decide to go with friends or just do nothing, that part sucks. However, I'm like, a lot of times, like, you get that tentative plan, and the day of is when everything gets confirmed. Or often, like, you just pick the neighborhood, the day of is when you're like, okay, how about this place, right? Or something. True, yeah. So that's why I'm kind of like, well, you know, usually the etiquette is, like, hearing from that person during the day to confirm everything by a certain time, like, by 2 p.m. So that's why I see it as, like, well, then I'm like, it's fair, then, if you also hear from them and they do cancel. Because it's still in an able amount of time window. Like, yes, it's annoying, but for me, I'm like, one cancel, it happens before 2 p.m. I won't hold it against him. I'll be annoyed, but I'm like, eh, at least they did it and not like I'm sitting there. I follow up at five, like, hey, we still good for seven. And then they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, I can't. Like, I was a bit surprised by the listener poll results on this one. Yeah. What did you get for yours? I also posted this. 53% 53% agreed, 47% disagreed. So 53% of people said, yes, you can callously cancel plans up till 2 p.m. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised because I feel, I feel yes. Uh, mine was actually exactly the same, 53% agreed. Oh, shit. Yeah, there That's you go. Funny. Yeah, I mean, I guess the it doesn't also specifically say a date. And although we're talking about it in a dating context, that's not what this is meant to be. So I'm sure people had that in mind too. Right. Because I think it's a little bit different. Um, okay. This one I thought was interesting. Don't be loudly naive about dating apps if you're in a relationship. Mm. So meaning like 
asking basic questions about these like newfangled dating apps. So which way do you swipe again? Like the way that New York Mag says, it says your wide-eyed curiosity could just as easily come across as patronizing and a subtle reminder of your own blissful insulation from the dumpster fire that is app dating. That's a quote from them. That's not me talking. I was going to say, I would add to this. Anytime relationship people go, ugh, I can't imagine having to date nowadays. Uh-huh. Or, oh, I'm so happy I found someone before online dating. It just seems crazy. Or like, you know, you're on online dating, you're trying, you're putting yourself out there. And then your friend's like, you know, I just like preferred to meet people in person. Like it always uh, was just you're like, better. You're like, oh, great. Yeah, I would prefer that too, Nancy. <laughs> You're like, I would also love that. Thanks. Like, yeah, I could be trying on several fronts just because I'm on the stupid app. <laughs> like, Right. You know, whatever. So this one I was not surprised was majority, overwhelmingly, 87% of people agreed with this. Yeah, I had 88%. Same thing. Yeah. And I think like there's a way to do this in a way that's not patronizing. Yeah. There's had- a way to do this in a way that actually just shows interest and support. Yeah, I've had friends like excited to see it. Yeah. They're like, show me your profile. That's a great picture. Blah, blah, blah. And then they're even like, can I swipe a little bit and like, just see, because let me see how it changed since I've been on it. Like, even my friends, I have a friend that married a guy she met online. And if I ever get dinner with her, she's always like, what are the apps like? Any updates? Like, what's new on them? And like, it's in a positive way. It doesn't like make me feel bad that I'm on it, you know? Yeah, agreed. And so, yeah, there's definitely good ways and bad ways to do this. But like the way that this presents it is just, that's a no from me. For sure. Uh, okay. Next one. Okay. This, uh, this is, that was a fun one. This is one for when you are dating somebody. Mm-hmm. Don't use friends as foreplay. So basically if you're a couple and you start an argument while in the midst of company, in the middle of your group of friends, all of a sudden the friends seem like allies where you might try to be like, am I crazy? Like uh-huh. I'm right. Correct. Like, are you on my side? So basically it puts, uh, you know, everybody in one, a little bit of an uncomfortable position, but two, it's like, hey, don't be using your friends to like aid your side or aid your argument. Because obviously it's also like, well, if I'm your friend, I'm going to naturally like be on your side a little bit because that's like a loyalty I feel. But yeah. Yeah. It's a weird, the don't use friends is foreplay. I like really wasn't sure where they were going with that when I read the headline. (laughs) And like, I fully agree with what they then say, but like, I guess they mean like foreplay to makeup sex. I don't know. Yeah. I thought it might be like using your friends, like almost as like a flirting jealousy, maybe thing. Oh yeah. Like being like, oh, it's kind of, it's kind of hot when like someone else thinks you're a significant other's hot. But I'm like, I feel like people don't do that with their friends. They might kind of get that from strangers a little bit. Yeah, I think – so this has happened to me before mm. where I was out with a group of friends and a couple couples, a couple single people, me, there was maybe like, I don't know, seven, eight of us. One of the couples had clearly been arguing that day. Yep. And something reminded them of the argument. They started arguing again and the guy who is my friend who was like – I know his girlfriend, but like he's my friend. He started asking us for our opinions on their fight. Mm. And all of us were like, we are not getting involved in this. But I 100% agreed with her in the situation. Yep. I did not say that. You can't because it's not your friend. Also, like I just don't want to get involved regardless of who I think is right. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, Buddy, you don't want our opinions on this. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like, you don't want to answer. You don't want us to answer your question. Mm-mm. And none of us did because we're not getting involved and we all ended up walking away. But like, also, like, you don't you don't want to know what I think. Yeah. Or it's totally different. All the time I have guy friends text me. They're like, hey, was this weird on a date? Or like one that's friend. That's different because that's not like in the moment. No, it's not in front of everybody. Or even while they're right. dating someone, like getting my opinion of they're like, we got in a little fight. They're like. And it's not even, but it usually never comes from, am I right? Am, are they wrong? They're like, can you elaborate the female perspective on this? Because I'm not understanding uh, why they're upset. And I'll be like, oh, I see it immediately. I'm like, <laughs> this is where you messed up. Obviously, like she took that the wrong way, blah, 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 blah. You know, like yeah. you kind of help them maybe craft an apology or, you know, navigating the conversation. But it's like, oh, I'm not there and I'm not witnessing it live. Hell no. Right. And 96% of listeners in my poll agreed 98 <laughs> percent 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like don't fucking do that. No, not at all. I was gonna say it's a little different of like you've had couples doing like it's not arguing. It's more like kind of roasting each other a little bit where they go, yep. tell me if this would drive you crazy. He always leaves the cabinets open. Something small like that is like, okay, yeah, we could chime in and have some fun. And especially if there's other couples, someone's probably like, oh my God, he does that too. <laughs> la, la, la. But that's so different than like, we're having an argument and who's right. I have though, I have had boyfriends say things that annoy them about me like that around either their friends or my friends and i'm like bro don't do that Mm, i get it like even if it is small like there's just no need for ever all of you guys to gang up on me in this moment right i mean i get it that it's like you don't want to make your partner look bad in front of other people there's just no need for it yeah but it's maybe it's just like i come from you know the comedy world or even like my own family we like roast each other like that and it's like a fun, we laugh at each other's like quirks, you know? Yeah. So like I'm I'm the quirk of like if anybody leaves anything out, I usually just like would take it. And <laughs> someone would be like, I can't find my iPod. And I'd be like, oh, I have it. <laughs> like that would be my quirk. And they'd be like, what? And I'd be like, well, I didn't know whose it was. And you didn't ask for it for three months. So, <laughs> so I took it. <laughs> I figured no one was using it. Like something like that, you know, no, another kind of relationship one. Never yeah. wake up your significant other on purpose ever and it also adds don't turn on the lights when they're asleep that 100 percent, don't do that except my friend who's a mom messaged and was like absolutely not i will wake my husband up on purpose 10 times out of 10 when someone needs to be fed and i'm like okay yes that that's a very different childcare, totally different situation that's specific or you're just like so and so woke me up i've been up can you get up and do the next whatever Hour. Yeah, like that. That's a whole different thing. Or like, I'm assuming that they were joking about it. Basically, said like, if there's like a murderer, you figure it out. Like, deal with it yourself. Like, right, obviously, right, right. obviously, the person who write that wrote that doesn't actually think that. Yeah, some of these are extreme. I mean, it's so funny. One of the comedians is married that I'm working with this week, and he yeah. unprompted was talking about how him and his wife often, you know, they're both in entertainment, so they have freelance jobs. So he's like, so sometimes I'm writing on a TV show and I have to be up early. And so Mm -hmm. does she. So we're both up. But a lot of times they'd be on opposite schedules. And he was like, she wanted me to like kiss her goodbye, even if it did like wake her up. But he was like, don't. (laughs) Like he was like, if I'm asleep, just let me sleep. Like I'm the same way. It's sweet. I get it. I love you. But I I don't need the kiss. I'd rather sleep. Uh, And I'm very much on the I'm on the sleep camp as well. Like, as sweet as it would be, I wouldn't be mad if, like, okay, you kissed me, and I'm like, all right, I woke up. But, uh, yeah, I kind of agree of, like, hey, if you don't have to, and the lights thing. I mean, we that happened to us in the hotel room. You had to be up early for, like, a call or something. Yeah. And I was very, like, Allie, I sleep like I'm dead. If you got to turn on a light, I don't care, you know? But you were, like, very kind and respectful of you just, like, we're in the dark <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> I, like, woke up halfway through, and I was like, dude, turn on a light. <laughs> like, I'm not a monster. I didn't want to wake you up. <laughs> right. It's it's very kind and considerate. I appreciate it. But it just was funny that I was like, oh, dude, I'm up. Turn on a light. Oh, my God. <laughs> I felt so bad. But um, um, yeah, I was I was surprised at how this one went in the poll, too. How did yours go? Mine, a majority was disagree. 58%. Oh, same. And I was surprised. Right. And I'm like, is it because of the extreme of like. Never, ever, ever. Probably. That's probably. why nevers it's, are hard. But It's probably because in the description, they talked about the, like, if someone's coming in to kill you, work it out yourself. Like, obviously, that's a joke. But, like, yeah. we all disagree with that. Yeah. Or you know what's interesting? Obviously, I don't know, like, what demographic of this is, like, people that are married or in long-term things, yeah. whatever. But, like, my dad has to get up much earlier than my mom. But it's, like, the routine is when he gets up, she gets up and like has breakfast with him before he leaves for work and that's kind of always what they did and my mom was like yeah it also is like that's like our time of the day that's just us two and that makes sense we can have like just our one-on-one time breakfast and then like when he left she would get us ready for school like she was already up and you know what yeah so that's the thing too is i'm like well people that are in long-term things I'm like, oh, maybe sometimes they're like, you know, you kind of just naturally get on each other's schedule if you can. And maybe it's for that reason specifically, like, oh, it's nice to have our coffee together and have those moments. Yeah, they like 
figure out what works for them. Right. Or you think of you're dating someone new. This happened with me, Eggs Benedict. He was very much a morning person. When yeah. I first was dating him, the first couple weeks of me staying over, I would get up when he got up because also I kind of felt like a guest in the house. And That's tricky when it's like their their house. Right. And this is when we were commuting to work. So it's like, okay, he's like going to leave his apartment that it's like, okay, I did feel a little funny, like just staying there for hours. Like I might as well just get up. And when he leaves, I leave, you know? And also same yeah. thing. It was nice. We'd like coffee, hang out. But like, as we dated longer, and I got more comfortable. I, I did stop doing that. Bye. <laughs> I'd be like, love you. Bye. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. That's, I'm like thinking back to when I was dating the coach and he lived with me for a while. It, he was in between leases and I used to leave earlier than him. And even before he lived with me, he would just stay there. Mm-hmm. And it was actually really nice. I think I've mentioned before, he used to leave me little notes on my bed. Yeah, that's really cute. So like after he left, he would like put a note on my bed. And so when I got home, it would be there. It was really nice. So it was like, I'm glad that he didn't get up because then I got to get the note. True. Yeah. But it's just in those first couple of weeks, I was like, please wake oh, me yeah. up. I feel bad. Like you're up and like leaving. And I, and I didn't say bye, I guess, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. This one I think could be controversial based on the responses that I got on the story. It's acceptable to tell any kind of lie in order to leave a drink state. And then they go on to say, if the conversation is so painful, you're considering making up a story about a sick animal, your date will probably feel relieved. Okay. I'll, I'll do the poll first on this. Okay. 87% of my people agreed. Interesting. So only 13% disagreed. Oh, wow. Mine is actually really similar and I wasn't expecting it. 84% agreed. Okay. All right. Well, how do you feel about this personally? I think I think that I want to delineate between situations where you feel unsafe and situations where you're just not having a good time. Okay, so let's say you're not having a good time. The conversation's painful. What do you think? Suck it up and finish that drink. And then... Okay, yeah. Because I don't think you need an excuse or a reason to leave a date. Assuming you're not like sitting down for five minutes, you haven't even finished your drink and now you're leaving. Right. I don't think you need a reason to leave. You have a drink. You can now go. That's my Mm. opinion. Yeah, because this question kind of brings up like, what's the acceptable amount of time that you should give a date regardless of like how it's going? What do you think on that? I think a lot of people feel it's an hour. Mm. But I feel like the sign is, especially when you're getting drinks in this example, you just don't order another drink. Yeah. And that's usually the signal of, I would like to wrap this up soonish. Right. I'm trying to think how long I was on the date with, I don't even remember his nickname now, that guy that I went out with recently that I wasn't. Falcon. Thank you. The Falcon. Better memory than me. Um... I don't think it was quite an hour, but it was probably like 45 minutes mm-hmm. where we sat, we ordered our drink, we ordered guacamole, we ate the guacamole, we finished the drink, we left. And that felt perfectly fine to me. Yeah. The thing is, I've been on, you know, we've all been on a date that you're like, this is brutal. This conversation's not flowing. But I've never felt the need to make an excuse to leave. Yeah, I think that that's where, that's where my opinion that you don't need a reason yeah, to leave comes in. I mean, say something, obviously, like, you know, I, I need to get going or like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I really need to get home. But yeah. I don't think you need to like have an emergent reason why that's the case. You don't. But it's like in terms of is it acceptable to tell a lie to leave? I do say yes. Like, I would like to think, yes, you give it more than five, ten minutes unless, like you said, it's a you feel unsafe situation. Like something is really off and you're like, I need to get out of here. In that case, I'm like, go to the bathroom, tell some servers. Oh, yeah. Like, so people can look out out for you. And that's also why, honestly, in both scenarios, if I'm trying to bounce a date quickly and it's really going bad, I always try to make sure I have like 20 bucks cash on me because for that reason of if I got to get out of there, I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. I got to go. Here's for my half. 
Yeah. And that especially makes me feel like I can just fucking leave. I don't have to wait for the check to come. I don't have to spend any more time here. Like, here's 20. I'll pay even more than my half. Like, here you go. 20 bucks to leave? Worth it. Right? Like, (laughs) I've kind of had that in my head. And also, it's weirdly like a security feeling of like, I'm like, I got my 20. If things go bad, I can go. I like that approach. So that's the thing I feel like, obviously, these are not like gendered, but I'd be like, yeah, if you're a woman and you really want to bounce quickly and you ordered something, throw some money on the table. That's what I I say. I think that's the courteous thing to do. Like if you're going to skirt out early for whatever reason, throw a little cash, you're free as a bird, you know? Makes sense. So we we did It's Okay to Ghost After One Date. However... The situation that New York Mag then goes on to describe is not how you and I define ghosting. It is a mutual opt-out. Oh, well then, yeah. Because the they say, yeah. then yeah, it's fine. The The beginning of what they said is, you met up for a drink after work, discussed work, school, siblings for 90 minutes, and ended the evening with a non-committal, let's do this again sometime. Now it's been three days and you're wondering what you owe this person that you don't particularly want to see again. And they're saying like, it's okay in that scenario to quote unquote ghost, but you and I have discussed at length. We don't need to rediscuss it now. Like that's not ghosting. No, it's not. Yeah. So unsurprisingly, most people agreed on that one. Um, Okay. So the last one that we both did a poll on is the grace period for one-on-one social lateness without penalty remains unchanged at 10 minutes sharp. What do you think? I mean, I agree with that. And let's see, what did my people say? My people agreed, 84%. Yeah, 86%. So in other words, like you can be 10 minutes late without, like it's totally fine to be up to 10 minutes late, in other words. Right. And I know people that are super early people, my friends, are always (laughs) the ones that are like annoyed at people being late. Mm -hmm. However, I feel like this is also something that if you live in a type of city that has traffic, public transit, those two things you're kind of used to like shit happens every once in a while someone is late but you know in every case i'm like especially with technology you're texting updates you're not leaving the person hanging i've obviously been late running from a show blah, 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 and i'm like please order you know if it's a group yeah, of people totally. I'm like, oh my god don't wait for me you know i just got out of my show heading over now like you know but i think i'm also like i'm also like yeah i'm graceful to this because i am someone that tends to be a little bit late like i'm usually about seven minutes i'm usually (laughs) like five to seven minutes late right so i think that's why i have a little bit more grace maybe than some people but but it is like 10 minutes and also i think people are assuming not something like a movie that oh yeah like not something where like you've missed the start time right that's different right yeah like that i get that's like events and tickets like show up early like completely And it's also like people who are arriving early to things and now let's say you arrived 10 minutes early and I'm 10 minutes late and now you've been waiting for 20 minutes. You didn't need to arrive early. Right. Exactly. That's what those first 10 minutes are on you. (laughs) Yeah, it's up to you. But that's always why the 10 minutes early people are annoyed. Yeah, I get it. Okay, here's another one. If you like them, text people within three hours of hanging out with them. Is the scenario it gives like you went on a date and you leave the date? It's not necessarily for dating. Oh. So this is what this is the explanation that it goes on to say. If you didn't receive a text from me within three hours after our hanging out, it would signal that I did not have a good time and I am simply not interested. I understand that not all of my cohort follows this rule, but they should. It's rude not to confirm a good time was had. I don't care if we've known each other for 15 years. I would like verification of a successful hang. Hmm. Because I'm like, are they saying this in terms of friendship? Yes. Or only dating. Oh. Any hangout. Huh. I mean, the weird thing is I feel like I do this with friends slash dates is the like, hey, let me know you, you made it back safe. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I guess maybe naturally you do talk to the people you had a good time with. But yeah, I, I don't know if I'm... Oh, go ahead. I'll, I, I wouldn't hold it against someone, though, if I hung out with them, did not hear from them even that night or three hours. That's the part that makes me go, eh, I'm not really for this rule because I don't care. Yeah, I don't think I would hold it against them. And I don't know that I have this like three hour thing. 
But I do think generally speaking, when I have a good time hanging out with someone, friend or otherwise, I do tend to confirm a successful hang as the as the phrasing here went. Yeah. Just something of like, oh, I had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's nice. I'm not like so good to see you or like whatever it is. Um, I, I, I like this. I don't know. I don't know that I'm like putting a hard and fast rule at three hours, but I like the sentiment. Right. Um, I just feel like from the dating lens, I feel like it's very common, I guess, if there's no like got home safe, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of times I feel like anytime I usually have a second date with someone or another date with someone, mm-hmm. I usually hear from them by the next day. Something yes. of like, that was really fun. Da da da. would love to go out again. You know, let me know when you're free or if they're busy, they might be like, I'm busy this week, but next week I'll hit you up. You're like, great. Yeah. But yeah, this is, this is one I, I personally don't have any hard feelings on. (laughs) Okay. How about this? All right. If you're a dating adult, you should own lube. And then it just says, it doesn't matter who you have sex with. I agree. I think it's a good thing to own. Yeah. I feel like it's also an easy thing to own of like very easy lasts a long time. You get one bottle, put it in the drawer next to the condoms, next to the vibrator. It's there. The options. Yeah, but be fucking careful because there are some lubes that I'm allergic to. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Is it like if they're not water based or it's a it's a flavor thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've talked about this on the Patreon before. I think it was in an uncensored episode. Um, but there is a specific, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I have a picture of it. Mm-hmm. There is a specific ingredient in lube that I am allergic to that I discovered in a very unfortunate manner. Yeah. I can how, imagine. Else, how the fuck else do you <laughs> discover that you're allergic to lube except through trial and error? Right. I mean, this is also an unfortunate thing for people that are allergic to latex. Same thing. Yeah. I had friends like having sex for the first time and then assumed they had like an std or something because they were just like what is going on well what happened to me it was so weird this was with an ex-boyfriend of mine and i we were we were we were like asleep and all of a sudden i woke up and my arm felt like it was on fire oh and i turned the lights on woke him up on purpose (laughs) okay that's that's a reasonable wake up you're like there might be a medical emergency (laughs) (laughs) and I had it looked like he had or my cats or somebody had scratched me down my arm like I had huge red welts down my arm and it was it felt like it was on fire and then little by little other things started feeling like they were on fire and I started developing we looked like scratched welts all over my body so was it hives is that what it was it wasn't hives but it was basically like his hand had probably had some of it on it and it was like anywhere that he had then touched me looked like i had been scraped okay for a a second i was gonna be like did everything but the (laughs) genital area get inflamed like i was like wow that's a hell of a reaction to the. it was so bad i like it was it was really bad. I like I had to imagine. get into like a cold shower. Yeah. Like it it eventually calmed down, and we then we it took us a very long time, very long. We figured it out that night, but like a while to connect it. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, also you're just in crisis mode. You're like, oh my god, absolutely, absolutely. Ooh. I was actually Facetiming my mom. My mom's in the medical industry, and she tends to know a lot of shit about like what stuff is. So like, I was Facetiming her, being like, "Can you? What the fuck is this?" He hadn't met my mom. He met her on Facetime oh. during this crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's also uh, that's also a funny yeah. scenario of like you figure it out while you're on the FaceTime in your head, and you're just like, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. "Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? It was my socks." Okay, see ya. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Bye. <laughs> I can imagine that's what would happen to my mom. I'd be like, "Ah." Like it, at first, because it was only like external. At first, it it, yeah. didn't, it didn't even cross my mind that it was anything right sexual. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. <laughs> Dangerous. Yeah, it was bad. Okay, well, they make plenty of unscented, <laughs> unflavored lube. Uh, I feel like water-based lube is usually a good kind, but like obviously there's like over-the-counter stuff, and I won't mention any specific brands. But I have bought lube specifically from like a sex toy store that was a, like a little bit more money. Definitely worth it though. Yeah, same. Amazing. It's also great to use personally without somebody. So throwing it out there, guys. 
There you go. So yeah, heart, whole, whole, wholeheartedly agree. Dating adults. Buy lube. Buy lube. Have some lube. Grow up. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. You don't need to tell everyone that you broke up. Oh. Oh, I'm feeling this. The It goes on to say, unless you're a reality television star sharing with your fans, your biology partner from middle school doesn't need to know that you're consciously uncoupling but going to remain friends. So this means like social media announcement. Correct. Funny because like back in the day on Facebook, it would kind of do this for you. Yeah, when you if like you, were no longer in a relationship with someone. Yeah. And like if you didn't catch it and remove it, it like yeah. n- it kind of would notify everyone. It notified be like, everyone. Right? Like I think people didn't realize it first for a long time. And mm-hmm. then I think what's even more crazy is you could like in both in any case, if you post it on social media, it's so weird like that I can like that post. Uh-huh. Right? That's like a weird scenario. Like, if I saw a friend do it, you're like, okay, I want to support my friend, but this also feels like a weird fuck you to that guy that right. was a like, nice I don't, guy. I don't like the fact that you are broken up, but I'm like here for you. Yeah, I'm just more like support girl, but well, then also they that guy was the, cool. Like, different kinds of reactions. Like, now you can react with like a heart, which feels more like showing yeah. support rather than actually liking the thing. Right, exactly. Uh, but so, But how do you feel about about this, about breakup announcements. Uh, I mean, I agree with it that it's kind of like if you have a following and you get people in the comments asking, because a lot of times I think it'll come from if you typically post your partner or things yeah. about them or like like date recaps, let's say. It's like if you're suddenly getting all these comments like, hey, what happened to so-and-so? What happened to so-and-so? Where does so-and-so go? I feel like a lot of times it comes from that of people being annoyed. They're like, okay, people are asking. Granted, maybe it's 20 people, but it's enough to annoy me to make me go, I'll write an official thing. This is the only thing I'll say about it publicly. And I'm done. Yeah. Even if you don't have a following, I've like, I've seen like joking memes about how like people like soft launch and hard launch boyfriends, but then they go completely quiet when they're broken up. Mm -hmm. And you're like, we're all invested in your relationship. We want to know what happened. Like, obviously that's a joke. And I, I don't think I'm entitled to know what happened in anyone's relationship, but like, there is something to like we do post when you know even like people that aren't on social media as a living for a living or whatever are posting a lot with partners and people are very confused when they stop however this literally happened today i opened my phone woke up uh megan fox and machine gun kelly apparently have broken up but she made a hard move of she only i think on instagram used to just follow him so she's not following him anymore and all of their pictures they had together removed. Yeah. Okay. This brings up another one of the ones from the BuzzFeed article. Oh, really? Because I was going to say it, that is the quiet. That's the way of announcing it without doing like this kind of cheesy post. Yeah. So I saw like, a thing that known. said she like she soft launched her breakup. Yeah. I mean, I would take it as a hard launch because they pointed out she follows three people now. Mm-hmm. And one is Eminem, who he specifically has beef with. Oh. And so then there's like two other famous people. It's Timothy Chamolet. I can't say his name. And I yeah. forget the other one. But basically all the articles posting and joking about it are like, oh, he definitely must have like a beef with that person or not like them that she's like sending a message. That's like, and I'm going to follow all the people you don't like, like that. It's oh like, woo, and you know, that's, whatever caption she had, that was something about lies. It. Yeah. She's being very petty. Do I think you should be super petty? No. no. But to me, the signal is you go through the feed the pictures are removed. You're like, oh. Yeah. So it's gone. this one uh, from the BuzzFeed article as well says you should archive all the couple photos on Instagram if you're recently single. And then yep. they go on to say you don't owe people the details of your personal life, but if you're planning on seeing other people, it might make things a bit clearer from the get go. Yeah. I'd say like if there's a photo like, you know, way deep, if you've been with someone for years. Fine. No, but it's like, uh, it's like if I do a quick one scroll. I would prefer to not see any couple pics because it does make you go, oh, are they with somebody? Yeah. And then it makes there them was a- save you in a man folder to follow up with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who would do that. Uh, yeah, who would, who would do that? I don't know. Who would have That's a crazy. man folder for later? That's crazy. Um, there is a guy, the Duke, who was uh, like a very early Finding Mr. Height nicknamer. Yeah. Um And he very rarely posted on Instagram, had a public profile, though. And you could see several different ex-girlfriends within the first page. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that just looks weird. It does. And like, you can look at the dates and you're like, oh, they post twice a year. And it's 
anytime they're at a wedding with their girlfriend. Basically, but, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, all right, like at least just post some more pictures and bury it a little bit. Yeah, I've I did that with both with my two most recent ex boyfriends. I archived the photos that were like clearly couple photos. Like mm-hmm. I left up there were some group ones. Like ASV and I used to hang out in groups of friends. Like those are still up. Just because he's in the picture doesn't mean it has to go away. But like the ones that were, and this is on my personal Instagram, obviously not finding Mr. Height, but um, the ones that were like just me and him, just me and the boyfriend, like very clearly in a couple, those went. Okay. This one I liked. This was also from the BuzzFeed one. Okay. If you see someone you matched with on an app in real life, keep it pushing. Yup. <laughs> Correct. Uh, yeah. It says, oh, it says this also goes for like Bumble BFF. So not just the dating apps, but if you're doing the ones to like meet people and friends, mm. it says, you know, the city is big. There are other people around, right? Yeah. There, there's no need. There's no need. Like it's like exactly like they said, keep it pushing. And I think the reverse is true too for when you see someone, you know, IRL on an app. Oh, you think shouldn't match with? Oh, unless you're interested in them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but not there are the... people who just think it's funny to swipe right on people they know in real life, even if they're not romantically interested. And I don't think that's funny. I think it's misleading. Yes, that has happened to me before. I've And, and funny of, I actually would say 80% of the time it led to a date because it oh. was us kind of mutually going, oh, yeah, actually, I would go out with so-and-so, right? I mean, that's great. Right. But if but you're then... strictly doing it because you think it's funny, that's mean. Oh, yeah. Because I've, I've boldly been like, you know, you're chatting and then you just go, so... I don't know if you meant this as a friend thing or a date thing, but then like I put myself out there and would say, if you'd want to go on a date, I would be down. Right. And then they're like, oh, no, I just meant it as a friend. You're like, all right, Ugh, great. That's not what this app is for. Great. Can't wait to run into you in the in the real life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a I had a volleyball guy match with me and then like the guy that I know. And then we started talking about like, places to play volleyball and he was like oh yeah like you're gonna have to let me know next time you play there whatever and then I was like so did you just match with me to find out about volleyball playing and then he never responded oh damn so I'm like oh I guess I guess the answer was yes I guess so well see you at the next tournament yeah well I had to play a co-ed team with him after that so that was fun oh damn yeah ask before sending a super graphic photo absolutely so this is true across the board it says you know for anybody, whether you're a man who dates women, men, men and men on Grinder, whatever. Oh, actually, it claims. I think Grinder specifically, there's a precedent there, where like, I I've never been on Grinder, yeah. obviously, but like it says that for things like Grinder, that maybe this doesn't apply as much because there's like a precedent of that being an acceptable thing. Yeah, I'm not on Grinder, but any of my gay friends are like pretty quickly. It's like send me the dick, but it's saying. Something more graphic than that should be asked and not just sent out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I think generally when you're texting with someone, we've talked about like trigger words before. That's the, that's the wrong word to use for it. But like cue words, mm-hmm. warning words of mm-hmm. like something graphic this way comes. Yeah. So do you mind if I ask you? Yeah. Do you, when you're dating someone, like when you're really with someone committed? Yeah. Do you feel like this still applies? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the reason I'd... is because you don't know where they are or who's looking at their phone. Agreed. Me and Eggs Benedict had a thing. Not that we would send pictures so, so much. But I'm the type, I like sending a photo when it isn't asked for. Yeah. For me, it's like a fun kind of flirty thing. Yeah. And especially when I think like, oh, I'll send it, they'll wake up and see it. It's like, okay, they'll be in their bed by themselves. However, yeah. we were like, Oh, we should send a message and we just would put, you know, capital NSFW. So yeah. it's like you can see that preview on your phone that you're like, okay, I know this is don't open it. Yeah, you know, I've had words. People. Yeah, I've had certain words, like random words that I would have with ex-boyfriends that means that. Right. Cause I get um, the I get the wanting the element of the surprise makes it kind of more fun and flirty. But it's like, yeah, for everybody's sake, you know, make sure like their laptop isn't you know, uploaded for a presentation or something. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you um, never know. Okay. The last one that I want to talk about. I feel strongly about this one. Text with a purpose. Never, ever, ever, ever just text hi. 
State your question or thought in the first text in order to keep everyone's nerves at a healthy level. Oh, this is so true because you ever get those messages from people and you go, what do you want? That's what my first feeling. What do you want? What do you want? Where, where's this going? Especially, especially, God, if you're someone that kind of disappeared into the abyss and you want to come back, what, what are we coming back for? State your intentions immediately. Right? So. That's yeah. true outside of dating too. Like I have several friends who will just text. We text frequently, but they will sometimes text me with just, hey, or question. Yeah. I'm like, what, what is your question? State your question. You don't need to tell me you're going to ask a question. Yeah. You could just ask it. Right. I've had that's people. Not a, that's not a spicy pick that you need to warn me about. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, it's like the pre-warning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I get it though. I mean, yeah. The just high or just the hey is like, is often also, also I'd say this. I feel like anytime I've gotten this in terms of dating, it was usually after somebody fucked up something. <laughs> And it's like all they could muster was the hay. They're like, Hi. and you know they're sitting there sweating. You see the typing bubbles; they keep disappearing. You're like, say it, <laughs> say it, address what happened. Go, <laughs> you got this. Go, little rock star. Yeah, but even it's like, look, even in that case, if you just text, you go, hey, you know, things got heated yesterday, or I'm sorry about yesterday, like something. Just the say hay the is thing. like, yeah, yeah. I, I also feel this way about people that say what are you up to tomorrow night or what are you up to on Wednesday? And they don't tell you why they're asking. Oh, and that, that could go friends or dating. Yeah. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I actually, it's more, it's more so with friends. Right. Cause you're like, well, if I say I'm free and then whatever you pitch to me, I don't want to do now I'm an asshole. Yeah. Now I have to tell you that I don't want to do that thing. And, and with most of my friends, I feel pretty comfortable if they propose something I don't want to do being like, you know, I, that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I agree. I, don't, I wouldn't usually say it that way. I'll just be like, I don't think I'm up for that. Not my vibe. Yeah, and I'm comfortable with most of my friends saying that. But, like, I just would appreciate knowing up front why you're asking what I'm doing on a certain night. Right. That's like I might go – I actually might end up going watching uh, the WWE whatever that's in Brooklyn Monday. Oh, with Jordan? I saw that yeah. he posted about that. So it's like, is that my thing? No. But he hit me up being like, Oh, I don't have a show. It's my birthday that day. But I appreciated this. He said, if you go, what's the amount of money that like you wouldn't be like, you know, bothered to spend? Yeah. Which I was On like, the thing that, that's like not I your appreciate. thing. Yeah. Right. Like I was like, this is my budget. And obviously like for his birthday. And you know, I'm like, I've never seen it. I'll go have some fun. Who cares? Yeah. Is it at Barclays? Right? I think so. Yeah. That's fun. So, but it's like, whatever. I've never been to it. Also, hey, it's an event that has a lot of men around. <laughs> Boom, baby. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I'll take a couple laps at the WWE. <laughs> there are like a lot of bars and stuff at, at Barclays. I know, like, right? You could like hang out. I'll or be the like runner. In, the, in the immediate vicinity afterwards. Right? Why not? I love this idea. I was like, why not? Doing new things. 2023. We're hitting it I up. love it. I'm, so. I'm having drinks with my neighbor tomorrow, actually. Or not tomorrow. On Monday, that night. That is tomorrow. I'm having drinks with my neighbor tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, like a new person you just met in the building? Yeah, she's oh. she's um, um, she's actually the one who sold me my desk. Oh, fun! So I met her when I first moved in, and she seemed like cool and nice, but like that was kind of it. And she randomly texted me because we had each other's numbers from the desk exchange. She randomly texted me a couple of weeks ago, and was like, "Hey, I've been meaning to see like how are you settling in? How are you like in the neighborhood? Like, would oh, love so to hang nice. out soon." Yeah, that's yeah. great. Also, so, so nice to have a neighbor friend. Very. And I didn't have one. I haven't had one in the last couple of buildings. I had one in my building before that. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. So that's like in the similar vein of like, yeah, like I'll go do this thing. Maybe meet a new friend. Maybe like do something I don't normally do. Yeah, why not? Yeah. She could help you find some cool spots in the neighborhood too. Exactly. Yeah, she's lived here a few years, I think, in this building. Yeah, there you go. Loose ties, baby. Loose ties lead to things. There you go. They do. So Yeah, it's like I think very rare. Obviously, I met the roommate through a super close friend of mine, but I think that's pretty rare. Like I think it's more common that like a loose tie would lead to something because typically if you're really close to someone, you've probably met the people that are in their orbit. Yeah. Yeah. Like you've probably met most of like Jordan's close friends. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, 
But this was a fun one. This, this was, was fun, fun. Fun article. So if you guys have Very any fun. other articles or anything you see pop up you guys want us to talk about, go to findingmrheight.com slash podcast and you could take, uh, we'll take all your suggestions there. So happy to have them. Hell yeah. Very, uh, very fun. And I am super excited for everyone to hear next week's episode too. We're recording with Lindsay Metzler from We Met at Acme. Um, yeah. And we posted questions for her in our story. We got a lot of great ones. So I, I'm excited for the listeners to hear that interview. Yeah. Very excited. It'll be fun. She was a, a suggested guest. So yeah. And we're doing it in person. Yeah. So that's right. even more fun. Well, thank you all for listening. Bye. See you next week. See you next week. Bye.